This is the morning buzz on Spice Radio 1200 AM. You're with me, Natasha. With me is Mankiran. More than 31,000 blood and plasma donors are needed across Canada before January 7 to ensure patients in hospitals have the life essentials they really depend on. And this morning, we have with us Community Development Manager Anika McDonald from the Canadian Blood Services on the show. A very good morning to you, Anika, and Happy New Year. Good morning. Happy New Year to you. And thank you very much for having me on this morning. It's always lovely. And, you know, we just try to remind our listeners why they should donate blood. And we really appreciate that you've given us your time this morning. Now, Anika, December is actually the month to be jolly. It's a season to be jolly and uh, it's a season of giving. But at the same time, the last two weeks of December and the first week of January are the most challenging for you guys. Why is that? Well, you know, it's the time when uh, folks are really busy out visiting family and friends and, you know, they're, they're just out of their regular routine as well. So, you know, it's uh, hard for us to find time to give blood during these uh, months in December and January. So, you know, we're here to remind folks that it, as long as they have an hour of time, if they can book an appointment to come in, we would love to have them in. Right, Anika. And actually, I have been hooked on to at least being a donor from the last time I did speak to someone from Canadian Blood Services. And I must say, just from my personal experience, it's the easiest thing to do. You guys remind us when we have our appointment. You'll send reminders. You'll help us book it. It is actually seriously very seamless. Yes, it is. We, we definitely want folks to keep their appointment. So you're right. Once we've got you booked, we remind you, we make sure that you know what you're eligible to come in and donate and also remind you of, you know, key things to do just before you come in, like um, drink lots of fluids, keep your iron level, levels low, uh, high. Yes. So let's get to this. When people are considering blood donation, Anika, what is the eligibility criteria that you're looking at? Well, you know, the thing is that there's a a lot of different criteria, but the main thing is that you're in general good health and you're willing to donate blood to anyone or plasma platelets as well. Um, So... There, there has been some eligibility criteria changes lately. Um, in early December, the criteria for folks who lived or spent time in the United Kingdom, Republic of Ireland, or France during the 80s and 90s has changed. So we always encourage folks to check blood.ca to make sure that they're eligible because they may have thought that they weren't before, but we're always updating our eligibility. Right, I know because there was in the questionnaire that I was asked, I was asked if I was ever infected with malaria, and malaria is something which is very, uh, you know, common back home in India. Luckily, I wasn't, but that also makes a difference, right? It definitely does, and it is one that um, folks should take a look at on our website, um, and that, that changes quite frequently as well. So I know that folks do travel to India quite regularly. Um, and you do have to wait after you have traveled, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're ineligible to donate. So, yes, please go to our website, check out that. Or you can call us, one to donate and talk to one of our nurses and ask them specific questions about your eligibility. 
So I know that we have some certain preconceptions, pre-notions about donating blood. So let's bust some myths here. What if people say that, you know what, I don't have a rare blood type. I don't need to donate blood. True or false? You know, we need every blood type all the time. So, yes, I hear this one quite a bit because if some people know that O negative is the universal blood type, they think, oh, I'm A positive, nobody needs my blood. But we actually need all the blood types all the time. And so, um, you know, we, we actually separate the red blood cells and use platelets and plasma from your donation. So we do encourage folks to... Um, you know, come in even if they think that they're they're not helping somebody in that moment. You know, hospitals uh, definitely we need to continue to meet the need of the demand for the hospital. What about someone who says, you know, it will hurt too much when I donate blood, and I'm really scared about the needle. So, what do you have to say to them? Uh, I always encourage folks to bring a buddy with them, bring mm. a friend, chat with them. So during that. You know, a couple of seconds where we do insert the needle, um, you're busy focusing on something else because really that two seconds will save a life. And so I encourage folks, you know, if they can overcome that fear, we would really love to have them come in and donate. I have a tattoo, so I can't give blood. True or false? That is false. You can donate if you have a tattoo. If you have just received a tattoo, then you do have to wait three months to become eligible again, but you can donate after you've waited three months from the time that you got your tattoo. Anika, this is a personal question, and I have been asked this. I do go for acupressure and acupuncture to a very uh, good uh, clinic, so a very a registered clinic at that. So would that be a hindrance when I donate blood? No, you can still donate blood. You do have to wait um, a short period of time after you do have your acupuncture and acupressure before you can donate, but you can donate. And I encourage folks, again, to check the website for the exact date on that one. As a woman, I have my periods. Can I still donate blood? Yes, you can. We do encourage you to donate um, after you have had your period, um, just because you, at the, if you're you're giving blood already, so yeah, <laughs> we'll just <laughs> wait until a little bit later in the cycle. And and finally, are there any proven health benefits when you're donating blood? For some folks, yes. There's um, you know folks with hemochromatosis, and they have to blood lead on a regular basis. So. Uh, definitely, um, if you're in general good health and, you know, you're willing to donate blood, there are some benefits to giving regularly and making a habit of it. If you're eligible, you know, every 56 days for males and 84 days for females, we encourage you to keep those regular appointments and make a habit of donating blood. Anika, you did so well on this rapid fire round. Now, you want to remind our listeners, how easy is it to book with blood.ca, their appointment, if it's their first, or maybe they've forgotten about donating blood and they want to do so after some time, how do they go about it? Well, the the way that I like to do it is on the app. It's super Mm. simple. And then once you have it, so it's called Give Blood, the app. And once you make your account, it shows you everything, where you can go in your community, what times we're there, 
And you know what? We're all across British Columbia. We're open every single day. You can also call in one triple eight to donate. Same day appointments are often available, so I, I encourage people to go in and book today. And also blood.ca. It's you know as simple as five minutes, and you'll be in there. Type in your community; it'll pull up all of the different events. Wonderful! It was so nice chatting with you this morning, Anika. Thank you so much for your time and for all the good work that you do. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day.